Indeed. I must echo the horse from beyond the stars. Thank you for joining us tonight on Dares of Eternity. Uh, good night, sir. Welcome to the Manadrone Podcast with your host, Vale AI. Is that, your, is that your last Venom, or is that a monster? Yeah, apparently bad news, everyone. Venoms are gone. Yes, Venoms are gone. I can no longer buy them. Venoms right? I saw that, and I was like, well, I never they even got to try it with, one. They replaced it with Ripped. Ripped? It's called Ripped. It's, we, Rip, used to sell those at, it. we used to sell them at work constantly, and then everyone was like, these are not good. I'd rather pay the money for a monster than buy right, those Right, for things. real. So. Yeah, the only reason I ever bought Venom was because it's a dollar. This is... 250. Big difference. Not sponsored. I'm drinking Dr. Pepper with 23 amazing flavors. <laughs> For real. Ingredients. They're flavors. It says right there. What? Blended of 23 flavors. Okay. Oh, yeah, it does. That's messed up. It does. And you know what's also messed uh, up? Authentic blend of flavors. I can't do that. This is cold. <sighs> Freeze your Diabetes. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Yeah, I'm drinking Monster this time, not sponsored. Hmm. Venom is dead to me. Because <laughs> it's literally dead. <laughs> yeah. No, it's yeah, I can't buy dead. it anymore. It's literally dead. It's probably better for that anyway, because I'm not drinking that every yeah. day now. <laughs> yeah. Right, right now, everyone else is super busy. Soap just moved. Ari's busy at work and school. And karate. And Andrew, something's going on with his family right now. Pray for him. Send some good vibes. But that's what's going on. But we have a special guest right now. Say hi. Hi, everyone. How is everyone doing? Tell you your name and what you do. My, for name, your, for your my name is Noah. Uh, I work at Kroger with Mr. Adam, and I am a husband and have one daughter who Aww. turned seven months. And I'm super into video games, and I'm actually trying to stream. There you go. What can they what's find your, you what's on your, stream? What's your Twitch? Yeah. My Twitch is DarthBanana0428. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. I like that. Dude, we always, we always used to have, like, veg- well, fruits and vegetables when we used to play, like, land parties. It's like, you've been killed by a pineapple. I'm like, for some odd reason, that really hurts. And I was killed by a pineapple or right. a banana. Right. It was more a mix of my... Uh, username when I was a kid which was banana man and I'm like mm, no when I'm an adult that sounds more decent <laughs> so let me mix my love of Star Wars into that and so I came up with Darth Banana. I, I'm just imagining like a peeled banana with a Vader helmet on it <laughs> I really can that's honestly got true that's all I, I feel like that I feel that vibe I do but before I forget I'm Adam I'm Josh do 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 <laughs> and I will try not to cough. I've been sick. Yep. So if I have to walk away, and don't I'm worry, hacking listen, up a lung. Don't worry, listeners. I took a Fred Flintstone vitamin. I'm fine. I haven't. I've I been, ate all the orange ones. Been, I'm immune now. Nope. I've been chugging NyQuil nonstop. I am immortal. <laughs> I am the next Highlander. And You'd ch- think I'd be immortal as much as I've been out in the cold lately. Uh, yeah. Not <laughs> real. That day that you look, you, you flat out looked like an urban ninja. It was neg- negative, negative six degrees. No, it was <laughs> negative nine degrees well, when you went biking. Yeah. I, I go five miles to work every day, one way. Not that far. In the summertime, I can sprint it. But when you're in Michigan weather and there's negative temps, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. 
But yeah. yeah. It wears on you. Anyway, this is video games. But video games. But video games. Remember Paperboy? That's a game where you're on a bike. I remember playing it right. all the time. I remember playing it. Wasn't it for the NES? Yes. Okay, that's Yeah. Right. There wasn't was. there an arcade? There was an arcade machine. There was. Okay, it was actually really hard if I remember. I don't know. I could never even finish a level of Paperboy, to be honest. I'd play it for a little bit, and I'd be like, I'm so lost. But the then arc- again. My arcade game of choice was Dig Dug, man. If I saw Dig Dug, I played the crap out of Dig Dug. Aliens versus Predator. What's Dig wrong with Dug. you? Dig <laughs> Dug! Aliens versus Predator. It was either that or the six-player arcade uh, X-Men arcade God, game. That's so good. Or yes. Ninja Turtles. But yes. as we all found out, once it came to Xbox Live, those games weren't as good as we thought they were. You're a child. Yeah, pretty much. I was five. What? Uh, uh, I was like 12 in the timeout mall. Or the, oh, the no, no, no. I mean, like, I remember going to Chuck E. Cheese and the first time they actually got the very first like arcade when they used to brag about getting arcade machines. Like, that's something I, will, I genuinely miss is the excitement of people going to the arcade. When hearing that Mortal Kombat, everything that we were being shown... And then literally watching people line up at the mall. Okay, let me say this again, kids. Lining up at the mall and watching them bring it into the arcade. And then hook it up, and then this massive line happened. The first game? Yeah. How did people oh, yeah. find out about it? It was, free. It was telling like, when they were supposed to come out. Huh. If I remember correctly, we went to the Great Lakes Crossing Mall, where the Gameworks was at. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was Gameworks back then. But I know when I was a little kid, when Mortal Kombat came out, I remember all of us driving to Great Lakes Crossing Mall because my one old friend, um, Ariana, you know, I missed the crap out of her, but she, me and her used to go to always go to the arcade. And hmm. I remember the one time where they said that they were supposed to get it, and they, the, the, it was bragged about them getting it first. And I remember all of us going to I can just imagine like a little Adam being like, there's this game that's coming out. You get to punch dudes' heads off and there's blood everywhere. Where? Woo! I get to see a human spine for once. Yeah, Yeah. right? There's this dude, you get to punch people and they explode into a bunch of... Wait, was Sub-Zero in Mortal Kombat 1? Yeah, he he? was. And Reptile was a secret character. Oh, but but right. technically, he wasn't actually a character. It was more like a guy in a green ninja suit yes. versus uh, yep. Sub Zero and Scorpion, who were blue and yep. yellow. yellow. Right. But his real first appearance was on the Game Boy. <laughs> Reptile yep. was. I remember that because I was pissed off. No, actually, I played Mortal Kombat two, but he was in MK two on the mm-hmm. Game Boy, and I got I was mad because every single time I would play him, I didn't know how to do anything. Yeah. And I, I would like but just mash to, buttons and somehow problem, manage to go invisible. And even if you were invisible, invisible you can't you, could, see, you can't see yourself. You can't see yourself. So like finding out someone else is like absolutely it was like that was a stupid Yeah, it's thing. dumb. Yeah. And his playlist move was actually slow when he spit out his venom. His venom was very dodgeable. You would have to like really up close to do some serious damage though. Sure. Right. But yes. Oh man, I miss arcade now. I actually just played Mortal Kombat uh like an hour ago because they have it on Game Pass Mortal Kombat 11 Ultimate yeah. except you can't do the story mode for Wait, Game Pass what? I, I couldn't access the story mode it's just the tri- the, the towers sure? yeah are you sure it's not that free mm. trial like the free to play kind of thing where they always do the free to play it, it could have been okay yeah because that doesn't make sense usually on Game Pass they have like the full game yeah that's there. what I that's what I thought but it only let me do the towers yeah and I played it for like a couple and rounds I was like nothing this makes is, me nah. like giggle and laugh when I got my text message today I said hey are you guys gonna play Battlefield? Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna play Battlefield Four or Battlefield One. Come on, yeah, we're not doing Battlefield yeah. Twenty Forty Two anymore. I'm like, oh, okay, guys. That just tells you what's happening because Steam is giving is giving up full refunds now. Really? Oh, yeah. Because yeah, um, I canceled my ePlay. 
you know, the EA Play thing, whatever you want to call it. It's right. E Play mm-hmm. or EA Play. Yeah. EA, EA Play. Where I was playing it, and again, like I said before, I played all the other modes, and then when I went to Conquest, when I went to Conquest, because I think it's like what a hundred, like almost a hundred players versus a hundred players or something absurd like that. Yeah. And it's just pure chaos, and I don't think even on a PC or a console wise can they manage that. What, what do you mean? When a storm happens, it got laggy for me. Oh. Um, like I like I said before, I hopped in someone's tank after the storm happened, mm-hmm. and the entire time my screen was so messed up, it was shaking. I had to get out of the tank. Oh, I and thought that I, was I, just I, a glitch in general. Well, I, that kept happening to me. There was one time oh. where I actually fell through the map too. Oh, that's that's storm. busted. Right? Yeah. And you see, like the hovercrafts that are able to glide Go up, up the walls. The right. But yeah. I love that. We're right. all like, can we do this? That's it was my, cool. That's like, what. That's, that's my biggest thing about everyone was just like, you weren't really playing Battlefield. You were being stupid with Battlefield and seeing what you can do. When you actually got to play Conquest, you actually realized how broken the game is. For real. Hmm. And somebody even found out like if you grabbed onto a rappel rope and hopped in a vehicle at like the same time, no matter how far you drove away, it'd send you straight back to that rappel rope once you got out of the tank. Yeah. So you'd just be flying across the map. Yeah. And it's like, what even is this? Huh. But I will stand by my statements. Battlefield 1 is the best is the best um, Battlefield game out of all of them. The Zeppelin, the train, everything. was Watching yeah. the Zeppelin catch on fire and blow up and just crash. And it's like, does this mess up the map? And then watching it just crushing buildings as I'm driving this tiny little tank, this little toy tank. And I'm, like, acting like I'm part of the A-team and just busting through a wall as, like, the smoke just opens up. And I'm just like, yeah, that destroys everything, guys. And I hmm. like that the remnants stay there, too, and you just got to, like, play around You it. have to play around all of it. It was so great, yeah. Like, 2042 really dropped the ball. Like, I think it's oh, yeah. better than Call of Duty, and still, in my opinion, I think it's, oh, for, like, the shooter-wise, it's tour between these two. I hate to say it, I would rather play Battlefield 42 than... Vanguard. Hmm. Even e, um, Activision apologized and said we're gonna we're gonna step up our game on the Call of Duties. And I, the way it looks like we're going to get a Call of Duty every two years, not every year. Well, heck, did you even see what they did with the zombies? It was more of a weekly content thing. It I hopped was. into it like first day, and there's no ending for it. Yeah, you just keep looping the same thing. And yeah, it's like it was progress. something that we're like, it, like whatever. Like I said in the podcast that one day in Vanguard, I was like, this isn't a real zombies this isn't real zombies this is like here here's a little like here's a slice of pizza the whole pizza will come to you in a little bit right eventually exactly eventually you'll get the full pizza Hmm. and it was kind of unacceptable in people called them out for it and they even admit yeah this was kind of our bad yeah and that's the thing they screwed up their best mode the zombies was the best mode ever in my opinion everyone's favorite it's been a staple ever since uh world was it world war ii when it first oh came world no, at war. Wasn't, wasn't that world yeah at, world at war world yeah at war. world yeah, at right. war was the first time we had zombies and oh my god i think all of, i remember all my friends buying every single map pack because it had to do zombies in right. it was there like a zombie nixon or something that was um in black ops two or one where you get to play as devel castro Nixon, Kennedy, uh, and yeah, I can't okay. remember the other yeah, one. It was like uh, Alcatraz or something. No, no, no. You were at the White House area. And oh, yeah, they're okay. all at the meeting table, like that famous meeting table, and they're trying to talk about stuff. And then all of a sudden, like, Devel Castro says something, and then all of a sudden, like, a zombie just busts through the wall or something like that. That's all I remember. And then just re- 
Huh. I hadn't next seen end. much from that map, but I knew that there were some famous people with the Alcatraz uh, map. That as well. was Black Ops 3, I believe. Black Ops 3 or 4 had the Alcatraz map. Okay. But yeah, I mean, it, it sucks saying that. How long do you think it'll be until Activision comes out with a hero shooter based on the Call of Duty franchise? In my honest opinion, they could do it. I just feel like they're stuck in the mode of copy-paste. It's success. Just keep going with it. Sure. In That's way- why, what is it? Um, Respawn left. Oh. The people from Infinity yeah. Ward yeah, form yeah. respawn right, yeah. because they left. That that was the reason why re, um, Infinity Ward left EA originally was because they were forced to make something. Well, that- it's like I, as somebody who doesn't really know the Call of Duty stories and like the characters, who else would there be besides Soap McTavish and uh, Price? Who who are the other like well known main characters from that from the entire Call here's of Duty the, here's series? The, here's the thing. Only Price is like Price was a was on the Call of Duty three for the Xbox three sixty when that console launched. Mm. So it was Price. Price is the real person that fought in the African campaign ah. in World War Two, and people liked the character so much that in Modern Warfare they made him another character again for the present time. Oh, okay. So, and he has become the staple of the Call of Duty series. Yeah. Right, I could see them taking like Riley, who is Ghost, and stuff yeah, like that. I, I I could see Ghost most likely, and then some of the other characters that survived the newest one. I really do see them bringing that in. Like, yeah. what was the name of that character that you played in the the latest Call of Duty? That that lady. Oh, what's the, her name? I didn't get to play as her. You were playing as some female. I saw you going through like this old, like these old rundown buildings, shooting people. Yeah, you. Oh, oh, as, me uh, as a little girl. You mean when she was a little oh, girl? It was yeah. some female. And then you I don't also know who play was. as her when she's uh, in the Escaping prison. Escaping the prison. Well. Yeah, you're right. Never. No, I'm, so, I'm sorry. But you don't. She's not memorable enough to remember what her name is. She's an actress. She was in the boys. She was that senator. No, I mean like the character in the game itself. Like, what was her name? I don't know. Oh, hold on. Let me find it. Because I'm just wondering, like, are there any other Call of Duty characters aside from the people from COD4 that are actually super memorable? Um, the most memorable character that I know was that one Russian character from the Black Ops series. Which was which is who though? Like, I can't think of his name right now. <laughs> like, I'm seriously though. Like, like, you're, you're, you're making a, you're not you're not making this case. Man. I'm not making this case, but like, <laughs> um, it's Farah Karim. Okay. Oh, okay. That's who it is. Yeah. But that one guy was from World at War series. He was in the Black Ops series, and everyone liked his like him doing a Russian impression of everything. So. Or like, what's the name of the characters from Advanced Warfare or Infinite Warfare? Well, first of all, Infinite Warfare was a classic failure. Yeah, that's not going to happen. But I'm just saying, if they were to make a hero shooter based on the COD franchise. That character would the probably robot, be included, right? The robot that talked. The, that one, oh, the robot okay. marine, honest to God truth, would be the character would I would it? choose. Yeah, would, yeah. It, it, it was him. actually he was the highlight. He uh. was the highlight. Honest to God truth, he was. Oh, Every other it. character was so bland, so dull, that I could not stand. And they had my space girlfriend from Farscape on it as an engineer. Huh. And even her character was dull, in my opinion. They, huh. they kind of had like a hero shooter hmm. with uh, Black Ops 4 because each uh, character had like a signature ability that they could use. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, okay. But so, it, it wasn't so much like you couldn't really classify it because they could still have other things that they could do. Ah. Yeah. Oh, but I, apparently, as of right now, to my knowledge, this was like leaked a little bit. There was talks about them trying to make a Ghost 2. 
Hmm. I honest to God truth, the story campaign for Ghost, I genuinely enjoyed. The multiplayer, I wanted to throw out the window. Yeah, I think that's why people hated it the most. Was well, just you ever heard that parody of, like, uh, was that one dumb song from Kesha? And it's, like, um, it's about camping. It, I will show it to you guys later. It's, I know what you're talking about. It's stuck in my head right yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. But no, <laughs> honestly, I put it in our podcast a long time ago. Everything about that song is 100% true about that game. They may, they bragged about we have destructible environments. Not really. You have to have like a nuke whatever go off and then it destroys the landscape and it's not really destroying the landscape cuz someone can still be in the area and you can't get them out. Were dogs a big thing in the Ghost series? Oh my god, yes, yes. they were. You could camp with a dog and just sit there in the corner and he would bite the person running up. Ah, uh, okay. Or if the dog is attacking you, you shoot them. What the? <laughs> but I mean seriously, that was like honestly got true like it was the most campiest Call of Duty I've ever played in my life. Like, ah, like playing yeah. hardcore, it gets very campy because it's hardcore. One bullet takes you out. But playing normal instead of hardcore, no one was moving. It was like, <laughs> okay, the base is captured. We have B and C. We're just gonna hunker down now. Was it ghosts that had, like, super close quarters maps, too? They did, and they also had the weird lane feature that sometimes people would always constantly screw up and just stick themselves out and get sure. shot anyways. Right. But yeah. I remember the most memeable thing about that was uh, the Snoop Dogg voice pack. Oh, yes. yeah. Right. Yep. Oh, my God. That I can't believe best. that. Huh. But huh. have we played anything new? Because I know I have and Noah has. Not mostly just stuck with Final Fantasy VII. You didn't play that one gunk game? Well, I, like three, four weeks ago. Oh, okay. I don't even remember it that much. Needless to say, that was fun. Um, the one main voice actor is on G4. And she used to be on Rooster Teeth. And in my honest hmm. opinion, I think she did a really good job voice acting. She voices the main character? She voices the main character. Huh. Um, I don't remember the A lot of their, her stuff that names. she did on Rooster Teeth, I did find funny and I did laugh. Hmm. She was the one who did like the weird cow person, you know, the um, cowgirl impression when um, Kevin Pereira was bragging about G4 coming back as he was getting attacked by the, the talking ham. Do you what? remember that? Yeah. No. Wait, what? You have to watch about. this. I'll have then. to watch okay. it. Yeah, he's trying to show off that the new G4 is coming out, and then all of a sudden, there's a talking ham on a fishing line slapping him in the face. <laughs> what the what? Hell? That's messed up. I'm serious. That, that sounds, that sounds I'm like serious. a fever dream. I'm serious. But yeah, hmm. I mean, overall, though, I would not buy this game. It is very short. I, I don't even know, like... I made it like an hour into it like you uh, land on this planet and you're trying to find fuel and you find out if you suck up this gunk it actually acts as a fuel supply well, and that's an all you're doing it's, is, like, it's an energy and... source thing and you're also combined through resources to get iron to upgrade your gauntlet and right. also your boots and stuff yeah, like they that get, they go there because they get like a scan or something and yeah. it seems like a big energy source and they're, they're on like, their we own can, we can make so much money from this and yeah. it turns right. out to just be the gunk so do you ever actually fight anything in this there are things that you can fight but you all you do is suck them up with your little thing there's like these weird little parasite little like creature things that Mm. will come out of the gunk Mm. and they'll come after you all you can do is just grab them and then you can throw them as a weapon hmm kind of like yoshi kind yeah yeah, kind of like yoshi that's actually a really good perspective it's more about like just exploring and relaxing there's no health meter there's puzzles to solve not too difficult I mean, if it wasn't for on Game Pass, I would not touch this, nor would I pay for this. Hmm. It's one of those things. The music is very, like, calming. 
Sure. So so it's more of like a laid back. Uh, it is ju- a, just kill time. It's a have it's fun, a laid back adventure uh, adventure style game where it's like you know just have you're you're here to play game. You know like there's gonna be some ch- there might be some challenges here and there, but it's not like oh my god like you know like it's like Elden like no. Right. It's not there to make you like challenge challenge. Yeah. It's you. not just, like Bloodborne where you're freaking white nuts. Right. Give you you're sweating and all. Just like hey, there's gunk everywhere. Go vacuum it up. Go vacuum it up. That's right. basically okay. it. Right. But, yeah, I mean, it's not bad. It's, I mean, it's not a bad game. I mean, it, it looks good. But I mean, if it wasn't Graphics for wise, Game Pass, right? I wouldn't. I would not spend money on it. Mm. it was not like Is a like I was telling Adam at work. If it wasn't for Game Pass, there'd be so many indie games that just plummet. Right. Like he said, medium. Medium only profited because of Game Pass. Yeah. Well, there were so yeah. many. Was, there were so many people that looked at this game and they're just like, eh. And then all of a sudden you hear, "Hey, this is on Game Pass Day One," and everyone's like, "Well, there's not a lot of games right now that Might are new. Well give it a shot. Why well, not give it a shot?" And then people liked it. I, I know that there was a few sites that bashed the crap out of it, but I loved that game. Yeah, I don't remember what YouTube channel that was that I watched. Some somebody was reviewing games from they like said last they, year. They bashed Biomutant. Me- Medium was yeah. Medium was the the guy's worst game of the year, and I was just like, dude, that was my game of the year. Shut up. Right. It was a great game. It's like I think the only reason I even touched that game was because Zach, when he was on the podcast, he was talking about it. It's like, all right, oh, I'll yeah, check man. this out, and I played it and got hooked and played through that whole game in like two weeks. And a lot of the reason people bashed Biomutant was they said the narrator talked too much. No, was, he was, was one of the best parts of that in game. In my opinion, I think right. the problem that I had with Biomutant is it wasn't per se what the narrator was ta- His voice was fine. Yeah. I thought the British voice was perfectly fine for narrating. It was the dialogue that he had to say, Muma, instead of just saying, just say mother. Just say mother instead of all these dumb names, okay? It's like, yeah. it said it feels... I didn't have a problem with that. I, I, I did. I, I could see it for some people, but, like, for others, it it makes it more immersive. Sure. I, get, I mean, like, and that's fine. It's like, like wor- a world-building mechanic. They're trying yeah. to build some type of, like, I don't, not necessarily lore, but it's, like, gives it a feel. Yeah. Gives the game a but feel. I mean, right. I, and it was definitely supposed to be more comic booky, if anything. Sure. So I mean, I had no problem with the game. I don't, Do I think it's the worst game? No. I think it was right in the middle where it had more if if it had some more polish and some more things to fix up i think it could have been like in the top 10 for me because i i i played all of it i beat it i enjoyed it i played two sides the good and the bad hmm. and i just was just having i i had fun and like how you you um save your location you pee on a pole right you yeah, urinate yeah, on a pole you, you mark mark your territory yeah pretty much yeah, and then you could that. focus and however you pick whatever your character can be like oh you want to be super ripped and buff and all of a sudden your character has this tiny little head with this jacked body yeah, don't you remember me. that yeah because yeah, you made one no i was actually Bravo. well i made a uh, no, you made one of those hardcore intellect which your head is huge yeah. and your body's tiny yep i picked right in the middle yeah, I, I wanted to say the default for that buff dude was a saboteur maybe it was. I was trying to think of the the, the presets because you they were had. trying to do all melee. Yeah. Without any. Yeah. Any weapons? You're yep. doing all karate. Yep. Did you oh. happen to use the mech at all then? You have to. I, I got into the mech a little bit, but I didn't. I never finished it. But I actually just rebought it on the PlayStation Four. 
Yeah, but the problem um, is like, there restart. are certain parts of the game where you have to use the vehicles that yeah. they give you. Right. Like, right. There's no ands or buts about I knew it. That there was uh, well, there was like an option to just use the mech whenever. Doesn't yeah. that mech help in the in like certain environments though? You have to if the yeah. oil like the air- cold environment, so you're not yeah. freezing to death. Not the cold environment, like the oil area. You have to be in the mech. Oh, oh, right. why you sink? Right. No, you just not sink, but like there's certain parts where it's just like, oh no, it is sinking. Never mind. Yeah, yeah. you you drowned. Yeah, yeah. whatever. Like tar. Yeah. yeah. That's, I'm thinking about the poison gas and stuff like that, but right. you have to have immunity to that. Well, didn't you say by the end of the game you were, like, immune to pretty much everything? Once I had, like, a certain gear, I rebuilt it and customized it to just a point where nothing was, like, I had 97% almost on everything. Ah. So, like, because I remember I was really adventuring out, and I got stuck in that frozen area yep. where I couldn't do anything. Right. Because, like, just walking in there, I was already losing health. Sure. And I had to try to get all the gear I could get just to, to do the frozen mission. And even after that, it was like, okay. And then he chased me, and I dodged it, and I got out of the snowy area, and he disappears. The enemy does. And then all of a sudden he comes back, and he's full health again. I'm like, oh, what the hell? Hmm. That is dirt cheap. Are you talking about one of those, like, world eaters that you're fighting? It wasn't a world eater. It was, like, a medium-sized boss thing. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. The world eaters, there was only four of them. Right. Kind of makes me think how in like League of Legends when you're playing jungle and you attack a, oh, a, a monster salt. or something and you salt. walk away, it gains full health again and it's mm-hmm. like, well, this, I can't Oh yeah, anything. when it walks away, yeah, I, I hate that. That's like one of the biggest tropes. It's the worst when you're like level one jungle. Oh my god, yes. Hmm. Yeah, I agree. Or like trying to chase down a monster and uh, uh, monster hunter and they decide to run away and if you don't yeah. go after them, they're just, they're just yeah. like regenerate. So what do you want to talk about? Inscription or the Halo Bungie Anniversary? Inscription what? or Bungie Anniversary. What, the 30th you... anniversary for Bungie. What's going on with that? It's on Destiny right now. First uh, thing I will say is we should have never paid for it. Yeah. I, I don't it think... Sh- it should have been It's $25, and to get that a pistol, the Halo pistol, and ma- get the masterwork is unreal expectation for anyone to think that we're going to grind on this event over and over and over again to do this. Right. The you, only They are smoking some great drugs. The only free weapon out of it was the pistol. And for mm. the Gallahorn, or Yellowhorn is like some people like to call it, one of the most iconic weapons in Destiny 1. Isn't that what you called the noob tube? No, it ruined. I call it the game that broke the game. The yeah. Gallahorn well, is. You said everybody has that. Like, if you don't have it, you suck. Well, no, back <laughs> or something. During D1, if you did not have the icebreaker. You could not. Or the galley horn. Groups for so us. many people, if you were trying to get a group to be made, would yeah. be like this. Do you have the galley horn or icebreaker? No. And they would kick you. Ah. Yeah. They would kick you. Yeah. And huh. like I said, with, with this exotic weapon that was so memorable, they have you pay 30 bucks just to play the dungeon. They get the get dungeon. It. You had to do Jeez. the dungeon. Yeah. Did you and do it? Oh, I bought the $100 thing where I got everything yeah. for like um, the expansion, the 30th anniversary. I did that a long time ago. And this is the the Witch Queen expansion, yeah. like, which okay. comes out next on month, the twenty second of February. Yes. Oh, I'm gonna puff a munch. I'm gonna punch that moth bitch right in the face, <laughs> right in the face. She looks like a moth person. In, in the most recent uh, trailer, you can see her throwing a Nova bomb. So I know, which kind of like makes me angry. Like that's called copycatting, and I don't like it. Hey, Ikora huh. did it within two seconds yeah. in the beginning of the game. So yeah. But yeah, it, it was it's a huge debacle right now with them charging that for this weapon 
And it's basically like, if you don't have this weapon now, it's going to be D1 again. Where yeah, and then right, I, I played one? three matches right. of Iron Banana with, for Lord Salad Bar, and it's it was all heavy weapons was the galley, or the truth. Rockets, because hmm. the Titan has that one ability, I think, with like the perk or whatever it is, for like rockets, to where you pick it up, you get more ammo. For like one of the the builds, you know. Yeah, one of the exotic armors. One, one of the exotic armors literally gets you more rockets. Nice. And so, like, that's just been all the what it is. I'm just kind of like, you know, I I missed the galley because it was fun using on bosses. But you know what? At my in my mindset, it's just like you guys shouldn't have done this, in my opinion, because it's it's going to the galley broke the game, in my opinion. Hmm. It made I mean it didn't challenge anyone to do raids. Hmm. When you uh, beat someone in the raid, like for like, there were certain weapons that were OP as crap. I'm not going to denounce that at all. From D2 and all the raids, there has been weapons that broke, like the the the, the sleeper slow. That thing was like powerful as crap when it first came stimulant, out. Yeah. yeah, the stimulant. I'm sorry, but that that broke. That was like breaking the game for a while for for bosses in D2, and. And got nerfed, so I'm just like, I'm just like, I don't really want the galley back. I want it back, but I don't want it back. The $30 buys you this weapon. Are the stats randomized, or does everybody have the same stats? It's an exotic exotic, weapon, so so it's going to be the same. Really? Every exotic weapon, no matter what happens and how many times you get it, the stats are always the same. I did not know that. Except for Hawkmoon. Touche, yes, yes. Hawkmoon yes. and Dead Man's Tail. Those were the It two. is Dead Man's Tail? Oh, yep. it is. Yes, yeah, you you're right. Never mind. It is. a different role. Yep, you're right. I completely I didn't forgot. know Destiny worked like that. For only exotics, legendary weapons have different roles. Oh, and you can right. get okay. god tier roles on your legendary weapons. All right. Like, my one um, my one scout rifle I got from Gambit, my one friend looked at the stats and he just goes, never destroy that. <laughs> yeah. It, it used it's to be so where uh, perks were locked yeah. in the beginning of the game everybody hated it they're like yeah where's the grind where's the random rules right where's exactly. my where's my where's my god rules where i like, i have four abilities already and i can add a fifth one you know where was that exactly right but i mean overall though like i i think it was a, a I, I want to celebrate the 30th anniversary for bungie but i don't believe i should have paid that price i get hmm. it i get it at the same time i think it's funny that the event is like zer acting like he's a tv show game host what yeah yeah zer I'll the, show you the, when we play. Uh, I'll play it and I'll show you. It's called Dares of Eternity is the mode. Yeah. And it's Zer and this horse. Uh, spectral horse. star horse. Which has always been in um, the original, what is it, the Trials? Yeah. The original Trials. trials. The Not the Osiris ones. The original Trials. Where if you got all the way if there, you, you would flawless. see what's her face hovering this the gigantic head in a horse. The celestial horse is running around kind of mm-hmm. thing. Huh. Yeah. And uh, Zer is like following the orders of this star horse, and he's like, "Tonight on Dares of Eternity, we bring I am back. your host, Zer, and the great unknowable star horse." And then the horse neighs. Yes. Huh. Seriously. Like the horse has commentary. Well, so, if I remember, that'll be the intro. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll show it to you. But then also like it like you'll like roll the machine, so you push the button, treat it yeah, like a it game show, a wheel and it spins up what fight. enemies you're gonna have. Yeah. And then at the final objective, there's three spots, and it'll tell you like, we don't choose because you get well, a bonus. Guess, guess who uh, your final opponent is? Is it going be? to be Hive? Fun fact: it's nine out of ten times I've played so far, it's been Hive. Yeah, I have honestly daily, voted though. for Hive every time, and I've only like missed out. I think once or twice. 
And depending hmm. on uh, what you vote, if you vote wrong, you don't get this thing called Star Horse Favor. Yeah. But if you do, you get a buff, and it gives you like more heavy ammo constantly. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Huh. It's, it's it's neat, but I can't do it constantly. Yeah. It it got to the point where I'm like, okay, um, is this all I'm gonna do? Is just rinse right. and repeat over and over? Like I get it's kind of like Prison of Elders from the first one, but it's it just gets to a point where it's not as unique as prison of elders where ah. prison of elders was so random and there was just so much stuff about it that oh prison of elders was back. great every week it changed too oh, yeah. from what the enemy was hmm. like oh this this, it had this week modifiers. Yeah, this week is going to be the effects this week is going to be the cabal this week will be this you know yada yada, yada. it was fun and like, because you you had a, a reasons to do it, because I think like if you did certain things, it gave you better weapons too mm-hmm. from it, like legendary weapons. It was uh, the challenge of the elders or something. Yeah, that's what it was. Yes, thank you. Um, and I can see how they tried to do it with uh, Dares of Eternity, but it just doesn't hit that mark. It doesn't. It misses the mark a lot. And like the platforming itself, like that. Um, some of the areas I'm just kind of saying here, like this is not really like it's kind of acts like that that show Wipeout. Oh yeah, the puzzles yeah. like the jumping platform yeah, does. Right. And the problem is like it's very narrow and like so now you have six people trying to jump, and if you play the warlock, if like one person just nudges you, like, your character acts like an anime character who's getting bl- knocked away. Yeah. That's I the only problem I'm, with the warlock jump. Is my biggest problem with the warlock jump is you literally get knocked so you know, easily. I, out of- I didn't even think of Wipeout. I thought more of uh, Takeshi's Castle. Yeah, good point. There you go. Yeah. I loved that show when I was a kid, and like my parents would use it as like a way for us to clean up the yard or clean oh, yeah. up our Oh, yeah. Heck room. yeah, man. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. But, I mean, the 30th anniversary kind of was like a kind of... Yeah. It was a bust. Hmm. In my opinion, I think it's a bust. There are some good things, but it... It's because they the, have all the Halo weapons. Yeah. They have a bunch of the Halo weapons, the pistol. I'm the, actually just thinking, I mean, this is like basic Destiny stuff, but in games like World of Warcraft, they have set armor pieces. Yeah. Is there anything like that in Destiny? We mean by set armor pieces? You know, where you have like a helm, uh, gloves, chest piece that are like... Uh, chess piece of the bear and there's like six different pieces that your character can wear and if you get all those pieces you get a, a particular buff for having all pieces on yeah. you don't is there get, anything like you don't that? get any buffs or anything there are certain cosmetic sets yes. like with this oh, one okay. uh, with the anniversary if you bought the pack you got a certain cosmetic set yeah, oh. and then uh, you can earn this like thorn theme armor from the dungeon. Yep. But okay, th- there you go. I feel like because that's what I was wondering. Like I'm thinking in terms of like grinding, if they had like a specific dungeon where these armor pieces would drop, you could grind that dungeon until you get all the armor pieces. That would give you content to do. Right, but that's only through the paid content. Mm-hmm. Is the oh, thing. that's a bummer, though. Yeah. Right. And they have all these different, like, seasonal events, like uh, Festival of Lost, which is Halloween-themed. Right. Uh, Dawning, yeah, I saw which that. is which Christmas. That was, cool. that was that better. That was the better than the one year before that, with the Vex, like, the Infinite Garden was oh, Halloween. Yeah. I hated that. This was a lot, like, less, like, annoying, in my opinion, of, like, grinding, jumping around. This was just, here's right. You're this You're just air. set in a room. Here's, here's this area. Kill them. Shoot. You're done. Ah. It was easier instead of running through the stupid forest. I hated that. And I get that the Dares huh. of Eternity was free, but they could have done a little bit more. 
because again it's the 30th anniversary there's nothing wrong with bungie wanting to make money because this game has lasted longer than a lot of people said it has right and people always say this game is dead the numbers don't say it otherwise the remember game- back when destiny 1 came out and they said this game was gonna last 10 years well, originally the idea of Bungie was just to make it D1, yeah. Destiny, and treat it like World of Warcraft, yep. where every you know like year there was going to be two to three DLCs, yep. and then to do the seasons. Well, Activision was just like, no, 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 no. What if we have them buy another game? What if we have them buy another game and call it D2? But isn't that what they're doing essentially with the expansions to begin with? Like, you still have to buy the DLC, so it's not like they're losing money. Yeah, we still buy the DLC, but the idea of what Destiny was supposed to be... That's what I mean, though. Like, what's the difference if they decide, let's make Destiny 2, except for... What's their what's their thinking behind that? Like, well, we could charge them sixty dollars instead of twenty five for the expansions. That was the pretty much the mindset of Activision. <laughs> yeah, back when we, they were with Activision, uh, yeah. And now that they've split, they're like, okay, we're sticking with Destiny two, like we want to with Destiny exactly, one. Because there was going to be a Destiny three original with Activision's mindset. They yep. wanted a D three. So is there? A graphical upgrade when you go to oh, the yeah. next gen systems? Yes. Oh yeah. Oh yes. Okay. If you go back to Destiny one. There is such a huge graphics difference. It's crazy. Well, I could see that, but I mean, like, doing Destiny 2 on last gen and then jumping to this gen, there's a graphical boost? I oh, think yeah. so, yes. Okay. I, per second, you can run it in 4K, you can have the 120 hertz. It looks on so good monitors. on your TV. Does Destiny it? 2 looks so good on your TV. <laughs> like, for nice. real. And they added FOV, too, which is a huge thing. Oh, sure. So you can see a whole lot more on PS5 yeah. like and Xbox sure. Series X. Yeah, it's like, it works. It, trust me. Like, it's... It's I I noticed the difference from playing my Xbox One to my Xbox my Xbox Series X. Ah, but nice. yeah, and like load times were faster. My wife kept playing on a PS4 for a bit till I got her a PS5. Yeah, and it it literally take almost up to a minute just for her to hit pause and for her inventory screen to load. And yeah, I it was bad. Pause. And it load within half. If a second. you were doing crazy yeah, things, yeah, mine's pretty fast on there. Yeah, if you were doing crazy things, like like I'm doing in the middle of raid, I need to unlock. You know, like I need to grab this instead, and it's like load, load, load. All you hear is gunfire hailing like all over the place, shooting at you. Yeah, load. Heck, just to now load switch. into the game on PS4, it takes a solid like three especially, to four minutes especially if you play on the Jeez. old play- playstation 4 Without it's an even SSD. longer it's longer yeah because oh, yeah. like that ps4 that i got in there has an ssd in it so the load times are pretty much the same yeah. but i mean like overall though stuff. it's like i think the 30th anniversary was like everyone was excited for it and it was a bust in my opinion i honestly feel like it was a bust because it, everyone was just like okay this is cool I don't, for how much we paid and what we got, I don't think this is fair. And you said if you got the, what's, what's it called, the battle pass or whatever, then you this, get it for free? No, what he bought was a $100 thing where it, it's going to come with Witch Queen as well. Yeah. Oh, and okay. The, it wasn't uh, a battle pass. It was a pre-order thing that he did. Yeah, I pre-ordered right. everything okay. a long time ago. So it gave him the 30th anniversary pack yeah. and Witch Queen. Yeah, yeah. Right. So I paid edition. for all that right in sure. go, go, so, so think, so I think it's like going to have like all the season when Witch yeah. Queen comes Yeah, I'm already nice. set to go. Like, I honestly got truth. I will be grinding nonstop. I've already talked. I'm probably going to take two days off for that. I'm going to take some two days off because I do want to do the, the day one raid. I do want to do the, oh, yeah. the day. I, I definitely want to try it as well. My one friend has a project since we can't afford the jackets, even if we did the raid. Me and my friends are going to make our own gambit jackets. 
He's like really good in detail, so we're gonna dye it dark green. And then we're gonna put all the symbols on the jacket on the side. And we're gonna put like some like weapon like things for like holding shotgun shells and stuff like that on there just for kicks and giggles. All, all the ammo holster. Yeah, his wife knows how to sew, so we're gonna see what happens. Are, are you guys going out to do something with these coats? No, like, I you... want to look cool because we're gonna go to the the Destiny Con and we're gonna wear oh, that Guardian Con. Okay. Oh, sorry, Guardian Con. Yeah, I want to go to Guardian Con because I think this might so be. So what last... happens at a Guardian Con? It's, it's literally just basically um, an event hosted by Bungie. Like, Bungie. is it like a massive land party? Like, what? Are they... No, 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 no. no. It's like, treat it like BlizzCon. Like a, it's like a uh, E3 type thing where but all you Destiny go there, and it's all basically Destiny. In my opinion, you all just hang out and enjoy your love of Destiny. My opinion, sure. honestly, got truth. The D when Destiny One first came out and they had Guardian Con, to now it's Yin and Yang. The Guardian Con was way better back then. Why? Because there was like there was more hype, there was more love for oh, it. Oh, sure. There was a bigger community that wanted to come out. Like there was a lot of cool like, cosplays and stuff like that, that happened at the Guardian Con. Just everybody in hoodies. <laughs> no, they dress up in full armor set. They oh, one nice. person dressed up as like an awoken a warlock and she looked phenomenal she had this cool white hair she had made her own custom ghost i think she had the thorn if i'm correct mm-hmm. she made her own thorn hmm. it was and there's really people cool. that will dress up like uh the exos in the game and they'll have like their heads light up and their yeah. eyes blink and their mouths have lights behind them and it's Jeez. like so detailed that yeah. it's like i'm pretty sure that this person is actually a robot <laughs> But I mean, That's like, cool. my, a bunch of my Destiny clanmates got to go to the like. I think it was when like the second expansion came out mm. for D two, or when I think was Gambit was being shown, and they were just like, "It's not bad." And then the year after Gambit got shown, they went back again. The the thing was smaller. Hmm. And then the day that I bought tickets for Guardian Con, of course, it gets canceled. Thanks you ever go to Guardian kind of like see see somebody dressed up like that dude that has, does the flippy thing with the coin? Oh, oh, like I don't know uh, his name the is. Drifter. He's just called the Drifter. Oh, that's that's the Drifter. That's his yeah. name. Oh, Drifter. That's the Drifter. Also voiced out by the guy who does the voice of Natsu for the English dub, Todd Habercorn. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. What Fairy Tale? Oh, Natsu, the guy with the fire. I haven't seen Pink that hair. show. Remember? Yes, you have. You watched it when we were roommates before. Oh, I don't remember. Okay. I remember I remember Seven Deadly Sins. I don't remember Have Fairy you ever, Tale. Uh, Unless, watched, if, wait, um, is Fairy Tale the one with that blue flying thing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah have you have. ever seen uh, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood? Yes, that's the one that I have seen. I think. Um, the ninja guy that has like the ninja girl with him. Oh, okay. The, the, that, the, from the Nation the of Shin. Voice. Yeah. From the Nation of Shin. That's yeah. the vo- same voice actor. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. He does a ton of voices. Well, they all, almost all the same voice actors are all in the same series. It's not even oh, funny. Yeah. The person who does the voice of Major Kusanagi from Ghost in the Shell also does the voice of Yoruichi. Mm-hmm. And she does a bunch of other voices, too. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Yeah. Hmm. But the next game we can talk about, this was the game that I it was like building up on so much hype, and I hate myself for not buying this sooner, but it came out in October. But I've been playing the crap out of it because it's really taken by storm now. Inscription. Right. I had seen a couple things on Inscription. Like, I had seen a couple stream highlights. And I'm like, I don't... You know, it's just another card game. Whatever. It's like... It's so much more than just like a card game. It's going to be like Hearthstone or whatever. And then I saw that there are horror elements. And it's not like a multiplayer online thing. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. It's a board game slash card game at the same time. Treat it like D&D. When you start the game, fun fact, 
you're starting with a file that's already been saved and you're just continuing that file. So hmm. when you go there, you're technically at the end of the game. What? Yeah. There's a, there's a reason to it. You're at the end of the game and you're playing what I forgot his name. But like I hate when he goes in the prospector mode. But he acts like he's playing a board game slash D and D, where he's like, all of a sudden, you see this person. He'll have a mask and everything. Yeah, he's like, like a storyteller. Yeah. Oh, okay. So treat like a, like a real a guy like really get into his D and D style sure, thing. Right. That's the best thing to describe it. Except if you lose, you die. He takes a picture. And he of turns you. you into a card. P.S. Oh. Just like a, as me as a twelve year old playing at the Sears kiosk for Legend of Zelda and changing the name. I, when you die, you name your card, and I literally was like, "You are bitch ass hoe." Yeah, that he, was my card's name, and I got to play it. You a bitch ass hoe. Out, wow. out of your deck, he has you choose uh, your attack three and defense. Cards. Yeah, three cards. Okay. Uh, and then your cost, and then one ability that you can do, and then when you start another run that card will pop up in your deck. Yeah. Ah, okay. And the thing about this, though, too, is since you're so technically so far in this game, this game doesn't hold your hand. All of a sudden, you get all this equipment, and I'm like, well, what does this equipment do? So I goofed off with it, okay? Mm. Here's pliers. And I'm like, why do I need pliers? I literally took a tooth out of my mouth and put it on the thing that weighs, you know, like, what's it called again, that weighs stuff again? Uh... It, basically, just a scale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. like a medieval scale. Like, sure. like, right. like you know, the justice is blind, and she's holding that thing. Yeah. It's like that. Sure. Yeah, because each of the uh, damage points uh, is rated by uh, like these a gold teeth tooth. Yeah, it's that gold are dropped teeth in into this, this uh, scale, and that's the thing. You don't have health, and he doesn't have health. health. It is based off of how much damage you do to the other person. And if the scale tips over on his side, oh. he wins. But if he does a ton of damage to you, he can set that over to your side. And, hmm. like, there's no set amount of health. So and so it's, it's pretty much, got- like, how fast you can, like, like, I had this one thing that was back and forth going on, back and forth. And, like, there was so much junk on the stuff from me going back and forth. Right. Yeah. It's when he went to prospector mode. And I hate when he does that. I think oh, that yeah. he cheats, okay? The ga- the player the the person that you're up against cheats dirty, mm. like yeah, absolutely cheats guy. dirty to where you have to cheat. Well, there was a part where like I was gonna lose and I was like, well, what does this knife do? I stab my eye out and yeah, I you throw it on the scale. And you use it as a scale. And it I'm not gonna tell you points. how you get the knife, but there's puzzles throughout the entire game where he literally will say, hey, I need you to get up. And I need you to go do this. And all of a sudden, I'm looking, and I'm like, what's this all about? Yeah. Hey, first, did- first, he tells you to go grab a candle to show you, like, how the life system works. Yeah. <laughs> and then after you um, do that, you can, like, walk around, inspect the area. And then after each boss, you can also do that, too. Yeah. And there's little puzzles hidden throughout the cabin that you're in. And, like, there's, like, And you'll stuff- find cards. And these cards yeah. will talk to you, and they will give you sass. Yeah, there's certain specific huh. cards that can talk to you. Like, the first one you get is called a stoat. And, like, the weird thing is, the more you play, the more it starts turning to look human. No, no, no. One looks human, the other one looks different, and then one looks like almost like a TV kind of computer. Right. And they will they will start saying things. And, like, you have, like, in the two cards, yeah, they'll you, have talk to, to you. you have to solve a puzzle to get them. That's how powerful they are. 
and throughout the game while you're like treating it like D&D you're gonna go through like oh you're in this misty forest all of you come up to an area where a fire is you can upgrade your card and give it more warmth and give it more health damage a special ability there's weird totems which I used to squirrel totem and I'm I I just got where I in my instead of my cards being squirrels treat it like mana mm. and like you know like, oh this one needs yeah, to take this needs to, to yeah uh, sacrifice your cards just oh, to play like cards. Yu-Gi-Oh style, like oh, Yu-Gi-Oh, okay, okay right? Because each card can cost a different amount of blood points. Yes, sure. But if this cool totem with the squirrel on it, all my squirrels have three blood on it, so I can easily just take one squirrel card on the thing, and then boom, bam, I got my heavy hitters out in the field. See what I did hmm. to pass the first area is I had the squirrel totem head, and I used the one that gives you bees or something like that. And it puts a B card in your hand every time. Yeah, I need to and get so that I just one. Kept yeah, I need those. to. I need to get the B card because that's like apparently it's they're flying too. Yeah, so they can't be be hit. Yeah, and I need that. It's it's the best. But when you actually beat this game, all of a sudden you hear is a voice. So you're playing a game as another player playing the game. Yeah, you're playing it's as breaking a guy the, playing the game, and it breaks like the fourth wall. wall. Multiple like, times it breaks the fourth wall. And what's funny is uh, he's actually trying to be like a social media influencer. And he's like, hey, guys, look, I'm trying I'm playing, to play this I'm game. I'm opening up these card packs called Inscription. Yeah. Yeah, it's he, true story. He's, uh, if they sold those cards, I would buy them, especially the one oh, yeah. where the computer area where they look like floppy disk. I would buy those. Yeah, that's the thing, too. Hmm. After you finish the first area, you get to start all over again. You watch all these videos about how this guy found this random floppy disk in the woods because he opened up a card pack and it gave him coordinates yeah and then you like that picks up where you started playing right and then the second area that you go to is all like pixelated and it's like top down kind of like um legend of zelda how you're like uh it's an isometric view right exactly yeah so it looks like it completely changes like mario 3 world like mario 3 world exactly and there's like and those three cards that you had in your hand they are unique people that you're gonna go up against yeah they're now the region leaders huh. yeah and it it kind of like eludes that the story narrator that uh you were playing against before kind of went crazy and took over oh uh i haven't beaten it yet i'm still working on the second area but uh it is very interesting hmm is it, this is a game pass game no, this is on no, Steam. No, this is on Steam. Oh, I thought it was a Game Pass game. No. But it doesn't... I think it's like 20 bucks or something. Ah. Yeah, it's. It, in my opinion, this is 20 bucks worth spent. Honest to God truth, I want to stream this game. Do oh, it. Yeah. I, I think I'm going to I think well. I have everything set up. I should be able to. Oh, I, I might you... move the camera over here instead of on my side. I mean, gotta get the good side, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna help him uh, figure out I'm gonna fiddle with some things stuff. right now. I just wanna see... I wanna no. see what he thinks. But yeah. Overall, though, like... If I would have known this game sooner, I this would have been in my top five games of the year. Oh yeah, it, it easily was, it was up for a game of the year award. Yeah, it, yeah, but like everyone I was talking about was like, yeah, dude, I like to buy some indie games and just check them out. I'm like, well, I'm like my friend, I look at my friend, I'm like, well, I was like, you get disposable cash. I don't have that luxury, dude. Right. What you, what I make in a year, you know, like you do, triple that or do, you know times it by four. He's like, yeah, I know. So just come on and play this game like you'll like it. So I'm at his computer playing it, and it's just like, it's like, oh, it's like Yu-Gi-Oh. He's like, no, it's not like Yu-Gi-Oh. Have fun. Wander around. 
And the part where I unlock the knife and I'm losing, I'm literally losing and I cheat and I take my own eye and I throw it on the scale to win. Huh. Because cause the, the main the character that you're up against, he doesn't play fair at all. Right. He does cheat. Right. Yeah. yeah, he'll be like, oh, actually... This is what happens. Yeah. Not this. Oh, look, there's gold. Oh, and also you're up against the prospector, and he'll take every card on your field and take a little, like, little pickaxe thing and takes them out and turns into a gold, like, a mining card. Where then he has free free reign to attack you then and destroy all those. And then you have to try, hopefully, you have enough cards to go up against him again. Right. Right, and he, he plays such powerful cards, and it's like he does. If you don't put your players on the field, you're going to lose. But that's the thing: once you get to a certain point, if you take too long, he's going to turn all those cards into gold, and then he deploys these flying guys that can just fly over, fly right over there, and, and do so much damage to you, and then Jeez. you lose. Yeah, like he, it's game. You have to understand, like it's he's meant to cheat, and then you're supposed to like use these items. There's like a fan. There's like these pliers. There's a knife. There's like these little glass jars. So can you take the knife and stab him with it? No, no. Oh. You can only use it you. to take your eye out. Well, that's messed up. Yeah, very much so. I, I every the time sound. I would the sound. The sounds are immensely gross. Yes, like you hear like the squishing. Yeah, yeah. You hear it pop out. Oh. and like every time I did the knife, I had to take my headphones off. I'm like, Mm-mm. Mm. no, too I, gross. I have, a, I have a thing with eyes. Huh. If you ever want like the most painful experience for like eyes, I got rust in my eye where mm. I couldn't blink, I couldn't move my eye without scratching my cornea. They had to. My dad had to sit on me where they took a metal utensil that was a dull metal utensil. Like what they use to clean your teeth, but dull, and stick it in my eye to scrape out the rust. Yikes! No one will touch my eye ever again after that. How'd you get rust in your eye? I was working underneath Dad's vehicle, holding the flashlight, getting yelled at, and then I got rust in my eye. Oh! He took a hammer, they knocked something loose, and he got all this rust, and it was enough fragments that got right in my eye because I wasn't wearing sand. I took off my goggles. If you you ever play uh, Bioshock Burial at Sea, there is a lobotomy scene where he takes this pin and he's like tapping it about to give you a lobotomy and you can see it from her point of view and the needle is just like right there and you're yeah, like, I know. I was, oh, I was like, no. I was, I was like, I'm not, I'm not doing well with this, guys. And I was like, why did you have to do this to me? Hmm. I don't uh, even think I know what that is. A lobotomy? No, barrel, what'd you say? Uh, it's the Bioshock Infinite Burial at Sea DLC. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I, I, bought the DLC. The, I bought that the three-pack collection thing that's like the, the remastered thing on one disc. Yeah. I, I'm assuming it's in that. It should uh, be. I, think, I don't know. Yeah, I think it is, because yeah. it's a collection of everything. Yep. Cool. But I mean, overall, though, like, honest to God truth, this game has, like, it took a, it was a slow start, but this game has really taken off, like, about how popular it has become. Like, all the reviews on Steam are very positive, and, like, I like playing it, and I love naming my cards, because every time he beats me, I'm just like, I'm going to type in a swear word. <laughs> I'm going to mock him for it. I'm going to mock him, so I play it. I'm going to, like, you know that this card was for you, dickwad. Yeah, but it's like, after you beat the second area, I'm guessing it's going to change again mm-hmm. with Inscription, like, because it, it was such a 180 from how they did it, and I'm like, what in the world is happening? And right we're now? not done because apparently people got something. Wait, was it sent to the mail to them? Yeah, they had to figure out how to look into the code, and then they put in certain type of code to trigger events to happen to play against a secret character, 
and that caused them to find out this like link or whatever and it was just this mock website yeah and then later on they got these floppy disks in the mail which why anyone would insert a floppy disk that was sent to them randomly in the mail god knows why but it's like pieces of clues i don't even know how they would do that who who today has a floppy drive you can still buy them yeah, you can still buy them. Up. Yeah, you can still buy yeah. them. You and do know that our our military like missiles defense system for our nuclear warheads and all the other stuff are still floppy based. That doesn't yeah. surprise me because they can get hacked. True. Yeah, which is really smart. Yeah, no, that makes sense. But yeah, with the floppy disk, it's only pieces, so not even the full Easter egg is realized yet. Yeah, ah. this is one of the games that game um, game theories talk about nonstop about, which I kind of didn't want to watch any of the episodes because I don't want any. I didn't want anything ruined for Are me. Those I wanted to Andrew think, doesn't like. He does. I get why. He, I get, honest to God, truth. I get why he does not like him. Mm. But at the same time, I do like just sitting there and then hearing all the stuff that was confirmed that was no longer like just talk. I don't like the other guy in Game 3 who talks about like the actual science of stuff. I think his, like, how he presents himself is very, like, annoying. The in my Mario opinion. Ant guy or whatever he is. You know who I'm talking about, right? Yeah, how the, he the guy Mario who isn't... Ant guy? Yeah, I don't remember... His full thing. But, like, it's how is. he presents... Oh. It's how he does his voice and how he presents himself, and it fails. Ah. It, he comes he off He tries as, too hard. It's yeah, a try too hard. Yeah, he tries too hard, too hard and, but it comes off like he knows everything. And it's all he just science that, and math and just he, that's like, his stop. persona. But like it, it's more of like I don't want to deal with you. Ah. It's like you know everyone loves Sheldon, but in real life, no one would want to be friends with Sheldon. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Oh well, yeah, sure. If you honestly think about it, Sheldon, yeah. the character on the show, is funny because like the stuff he does. Yeah. But in real life, no one would tolerate that crap. Sure. And right. then he tries, he does that kind of persona, but where he acts like he's this super smart guy. Well, you said persona, super smart guy. I immediately thought Bill Nye, the science guy. For real. He's not a real scientist. But, you know that, right? Well, yeah, but I'm just saying like the way that he acts in his, in his show, but I think, It'd probably be even worse than that for what you're what you're talking about. I can't. I'll show you guy. one of the things. I can't stand him. I honestly cannot stand him. Ah. I listened to him for like. Zaylin played it. We were Gaijin Goomba. That's why I thought Mario. Yeah. Oh, Goomba. Yeah. But yeah, like the one day Zaylin was over when I was cooking and we had it on just like watch some game theory stuff just in the background while I was cooking and Zaylin helped me out and that played and we both were just like. His, his presentation sucks. Yeah, because huh. it's more about the science of stuff, not really game theories. Right. And it's like, oh, well, how, how much some force would it take he for Minecraft very, Steve like, to punch down a tree in real life? Yeah, it's like some of the things that are, are very funny and interesting, but it's how he presents himself that would ruins the thing for me. Right. No, no, I'm now I'm thinking Mythbusters. But yeah. <laughs> the but at the same time, he, he kind of tries too hard to be Mythbusters. Right, yeah. yeah. He really does. Right. But at the same time, though, it's like, Game Theory really talked about this, and that's where, like, my one friend's like, no, Adam, don't listen to Game Theory just yet. Play the game first, because it's going to ruin a lot of things in the beginning. Oh, yeah. Uh. I'm not going to tell you how any of these puzzles work, or how you get this stuff, but there's a lot of neat things where, like, you have to get cards, and while you play, the cards will help you. Mm. Well, the They'll car- give you hints. The first time, like, I lost, the, card, the one card that looks like a weasel is slowly changing, and he goes, hey combination for that safe it's in this area 
over here. It's, in, it's hidden in this rule book. Guy. It's hidden in this rule book. That's all we're going to say right there. And then another time he'll say, hey, this card is here, but you've got to figure out how to do this. And then you have to do something to be able to see it. Ah. It's, it's done well. And even after that, when you go to the other areas to battle these people, mm. it's the same thing still happens, but a, a different theme. Like the one is the computer. Where he's this like weird Mac, like it looks like the, the the late '80s style computer smiley face, and his cards are floppy disk, yeah, and they're all like robots and stuff like that and cool, and his, instead of his little paper map, it's like this like cheesy '90s like you know like TV screen map where you get to go through and you're like look like a wizard. Ah, yeah, and what's cool in the second area. To get cards, you get card packs. Yes. And it's random what cards you get. Whereas in the first one, you get set out a certain set of cards, and you got to choose which card you want, but only one. Yeah. Huh. So you get you gotta like, and there's like certain types in the second area. So it's kind of more like Pokemon in that way, where you mm-hmm. gotta use certain types against other types. Right. Yeah, there is ones that can like you know like almost like treat it like a knight, where how they move, yeah. so it attacks and then it moves. Right. And there's one that are like. They have a cloud on them, like a bird-style thing, where they can fly and just attack, like, again, Yu-Gi-Oh! or Magic, what the flying creatures could do. There's haste, you know? There's, like, a card... I think there's a card, like, with haste, and there's a card that, Mm -hmm. like, is better for defense-wise and all this other cool stuff. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff. Do they have any cards that can completely break the game? I made a card Uh, that broke the game. Yeah, if you... Like I said, with my one build where I use the squirrel, that if every time you play a squirrel you get a B. Mm-hmm. You could immediately play that B, and, like, uh, the more Bs you had on the board, the more power they would have. Yeah. So then you could Isn't just keep the, playing Yeah, Bs? and there's a Beehive card, too, that gives you that mm-hmm. boost, too. Ah, okay. Interesting. So, so then that's how I got through the first area just fine. And um, if I did not have that card, I was going to be on a struggle bus. No, 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 seriously. Without ah. that card, it's a struggle. Seriously. Especially when he goes on the Prospector. Oh, yeah. The second boss, um, the I will say, I will say bad, one though. thing though. I will say one thing. The mule, when you see the mule when he goes in the prospector, you gotta take that thing out fast because it gives you more cards. Yeah, and you it will, gives you a crap. When ton you of play cards. against him in prospector mode, you drain so much cards so fast. You will lose a lot he of just cards. Takes them. He takes ah. them all out. So if you have all your cards on the field, and the first time he does that, he like literally he took out almost all my heavy hitters. And what's cool hmm. about, uh, I think, the th- second or third run, you get this other type of, uh, uh, oh, was it, cost points uh, called bones. Mm-hmm. So every time an uh, anim- animal or creature would die, you'd get bones from it. And only certain cards can be played via bone bones. points. Oh, okay. The one, the one insect lady is one of those cards. Oh, yeah. Kind of sounds complicated. It's it, it is it's a, be it's supposed to be complicated because like again you're technically playing the final boss right yeah there is no like like he's barely telling you the rules ah it's and all, he's constantly changing them it sounds like it, yeah. well, it's not really he's changing you like you're just you don't know what's going on right. you have all this equipment you don't know what this equipment is until you actually touch it right and there are certain things like. Um, he wants you to lose, though. He does. Right. He also wants you to progress. But there's, like, certain items where he's like, oh, you don't want to use that. No. But secretly, you do. So he's yeah. trying to trick you. He'll oh, tell yeah. you not. Oh, yeah. He'll tell you right to your face, like, yeah, you don't. He says no. He's like, you can trust me. Yeah. <laughs> 
So you take it, and he's like, oh, okay, I guess you do that. But yeah, it was, it's it's neat. It's like, treat it like Pokemon magic, where each card's unique. You got, like, flying, water, defense, one that can attack side to side, like a praying mantis. It can actually do attack yeah, twice. instead of attacking forward, it'll attack to, like, the left and right and it of it. attacks twice. Right. It's really cool. Huh. And then you can, uh, there's a larvae card, like, depending on how many turns you go. It'll, like, upgrade itself. Oh, So you cool. gotta, like, keep it on the field, and the more you keep it on the field, the stronger it gets. Huh. Yeah. Needless to say, treat this like a indie horror slash magic slash Yu-Gi-Oh! style game, but right. it's also a tabletop game. It's oh, a yeah. lot of fun. It's, I mean, this this would have been easily in my top five. This would have probably been my number two. When, when, did, it, when did it come out? October 19th. So you just oh, didn't play year. it until now, though? I, I didn't play until like two weeks ago. Oh. Because I, my one friend got it. He's just like, he's like, yeah, um, Game Theory was talking about this game, Adam. So I was like, I'll just give it a try. Because again, he's got disposable income. Yeah. And he makes way more money and he gets to go travel for work and see the world. Yeah. There was a certain point, um, a certain uh, highlight on Twitch that I saw. I'm not going to say it because it's a huge spoiler for a boss fight. But uh, I saw it and I'm like, excuse me, what? Yeah, and so I looked into this game more, and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna get this now. Yeah, it, huh. it, it, there's a lot of parts where it breaks the game, but it breaks the game in the fourth wall, and it's so unique. And it's such a unique experience too. It really I've, is. I've it's never something that like, like it's this. something that like as a card game slash indie horror game. There's all these clues everywhere. So even if you beat the game and replay it again, you're gonna notice something different. Yeah. Yeah, there's always something new. There's a lot of neat things. Like game, I'm gonna probably watch it this week and watch the game theory because there's two episodes of Inscription on game theory. I do want to watch it. I I understand why Andrew hates him. I really do because actually when you do research and you actually look into him, a lot of the stuff that he's talking about, he didn't find himself. He has a group of people that works for him, helps look for that stuff. Just like he also has like people fans that were like you know like investigating stuff too. Ah. But he didn't used to be like that before, right? He used no, to no. He himself. used to look at all the stuff by himself when he first started yeah, the page. Yeah, and then he got big, and then now he's got a team. Well, I mean, to your defense, look at like X Plane, a bunch of other shows. Do you think Adam Sessler and Morgan Webb played all those games? No, no. It was physically impossible a lot for them. Of you, a lot of bigger YouTubers have a team of people that they work with. There's just no way that you can play all those games. Trust me, it's right. me and Josh and Andrew all the time for this podcast. Why do you think I keep saying every episode I'm not playing anything new? <laughs> Why do you think I keep saying I'm playing a backlog? Like, I was like talking to my one friend. He's like, I was like, even with us three, even if we were to buy every different game. That, not, that wasn't the same we would still have to take our sweet precious time to yeah, talk about none of these us have the time oh, yeah. to play all these games unless we're like in the matrix it's like that's right. not just not you, gonna happen you literally would not be like you would have to not have a job yeah no seriously during covid is when everyone i know i talked to finished all their backlog and here i am working like 60 hours a week right because like, us grocery workers are yeah essential essential yep Here's a $15 gift card. Shut up. <laughs> here's, here's one month of hazard pay. Here you go. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> but yeah, that is all I really have to talk about for game-wise right now. Right now, again, I'm, I'm grinding on Destiny because I really want to get to like a certain light level to where when I start the new DLC, I can really go to town. I want to do the day one raid. I, I think it's going to be very mechanical. Oh, yeah. And what do you see. think? 
What you think we're gonna get Crota or you think we're gonna get Oryx for the next raid, the the, the old D one raids? Because we're supposed to get one of them. I could see it uh, just going down the line with Crota. You really think it's gonna be Crota down the line? Everyone's talking about like the Taken King. No. I would love the Taken King to come, and I know that they would because mechanically, do... I think mechanically that was. Back then, one of the hardest raids for mechanical. Oh, yeah. It was one of my favorites too. But it was one of my favorites. Yes, you're right. Crota was a fat. I could beat Crota's raid in like 25 minutes. Oh yeah, but I think what they're going to do, which would be smart, is bring Crota's raid back as a dungeon, and bring Taking King back as a raid. I think, honest God truth, I agree with that because again, Crota's raid is so easy. Yeah, I literally would. You can. I. I. There was so many ways, like, uh, if you played a Titan, you could beat the raid in 10 minutes. Yep. Because you hmm. just... There was this a uh, sword. one part well, where sword. Uh, it really stopped you from soloing it, which was this chasm. But people figured out, you don't need to build the bridge. You could just kill this knight and sword skate, which was basically jump in the air and keep swinging the sword and it lunge you forward. As a and Titan. you wouldn't fall down. Yep. And hmm. you'd make it across this bridge, and you'd just sit in a corner, pick enemies off until these two guys popped out, kill them, and it's like, all right, on to the next area. Yep. Hmm. Seriously. Crota's, Crota's ray was broken. Ah. From day one. Day one, Crota's ray was broken. So do you think if they were to bring this to Destiny 2, would they fix that? Yeah. They already, there was that. minor things that they fixed in the last raid. Um, the very first one, the Vault of Glass, they did minor things to touch up some stuff. But they would really have to, in my opinion, I do agree, it would be a smarter move to make it a dungeon than it would be a raid. Uh, right. In the, the Vault of Glass, there was a ND1. They, you could do this thing where you throw down this AoE grenade, yep. and it literally just pushed the boss off the edge, and that would be the encounter. Remember the first time when you came over huh. my house when I was raiding, when I had the Xbox? Sure. And remember that as a joke when I was playing the Warlock, and I was like, make it, now it's, it's grenade time? And all I was doing was throwing my grenades and was pushing the that um was it the Vex um, Knight thing and I pushed him off the map. Ah. We would have three warlocks and we'd all just start throwing our grenades and mm. just knock him off the map. Cause the mm. enemies try to avoid the area effect of it. Right. Thus causing them to walk off. Right. Yep. Meh, makes sense. It was funny. <laughs> it was funny. Oh, yeah. Because again, that raid you needed. Everyone wanted that icebreaker, and everyone wanted the galley horn. And right. the and the way that they fixed it was uh, before in D one, you'd only do like one, two, maybe up to five damage if you weren't in had the damage buff. But now the uh, boss is immune constantly, so there's no reason for the boss to like avoid damage. Oh. Yeah, avoid the grenades anymore like they used to. Huh. So I mean, I I I feel like that would be a smarter move. But would they do that? No. They would not make Crota a dungeon, but I think they would be very smart to make Crota a dungeon. Oh, yeah. Because it was the easiest raid of every single raid I've ever played of the Destiny series. That was the easiest to the point where I was just like, you want to do the raid again with your, new, your other character? And I would just be like, no, not really. Yeah. I'm, I'm bored. Right. Because I got everyone my, cheeses it. I got my Necrochasm. I was good. I'm like, all you right. Had, like everyone, if you could cheese it right, again, it was Galleyhorns. Three people fire your galley horns. Boom. All right, you get the sword, slash them. If even, if even sometimes it would only take one if you're high enough light level. Yeah, exactly. If you're shooting those guys or, like, blasting those people off of cliffs, do you not get loot from their death? 
Oh, no. They pop out of a chest at the end. Mm-hmm. It doesn't oh, pop out of their okay. corpse. I see. It, yeah. it, before in D1, it would just give you the loot, but yeah. now it comes out of a chest that spawns uh, in okay. D2. Makes sense. Um, But yeah, I'm definitely excited for Witch Queen. And yeah. then I got a. I know game. for a fact the Witch Queen, we are going back to Mars. For a little bit, I think. Just for a I, few well, I think her high, her little throne world is. Ch- her little like spaceship is chilling on Mars. Yeah, I think it's just on Mars, and then that's how we get through to it. But I think we're only going to see Mars for a tiny bit. Even oh, I totally agree. Like, but like we're bringing back Mars per se. But we're we're also losing. What, what's the area? Um, not the where the the four state the Woken live. It's the other area where all the fallen. The reef. Yeah, we're losing the reef. That's going to get taken away from us. Hmm. I actually liked it. Spider's gonna be gone and all that fun stuff. But it's it's content that they got a vault in order to make room for more so people can actually play it. Yeah, so. But that I means overall, that's, like, that's what's all that's going on right now for us is Destiny, Inscription, and making cards that have swear words in it like a 12-year-old and giggling like a schoolgirl. Right. And then uh, after destiny i'm also going to be working on elden ring too which i'm hyped i for. will i <sighs> i am not getting that no i want to get I, I, I get so frustrated with those games that i know i'm going to get discouraged and just not the play the first it. time we moved in i, I can't justify 70 dollars on a game i'm going to play for like maybe an hour and then just be like you know what <laughs> f this game for real, i have yeah. i have this I, I have the uh deluxe edition or whatever it is with all the content for bloodborne on ps4 that's good enough for me <laughs> Right, Bloodborne uh, is amazing. Yeah. But the, the thing is, like, when quarantine happened, and I would kind of like, you know, go for a walk and come say hi to him at the old apartment place. He would play it, and there'd be so many moments where like Andrew was just like, "Okay, we're not backseat gaming. Josh is gonna Andrew do it." Andrew is, yeah. Andrew's notorious for backseat gaming. Yeah, he he gets frustrated with me because I'm not very good at those games. I'm I like ARPGs. I'm a Diablo freak. I play oh, Guild yeah. Wars and grind out gear. Bloodborne requires skill, and I don't have the patience for that crap. <laughs> and Andrew will start watching me. He's like, "Don't fight like that. You're you're using the wrong weapons. You have you're the too wrong close, armor. You're too, you're too close. What are you doing? Don't yeah. fight this guy. Go this way, not that way." Yeah. And I'm just like, "No, I'm, yeah, I'm that, done." De- that definitely does not help the experience. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. doesn't. But I mean, yeah, I, I'm I'm an I RPG want to. type of person. I, want I don't to, really but, like those. But my only complaint that I have is. J.J.R. Martin, a.k.a. the guy who made Game of Thrones, he worked on this game with, like, lore and a bunch of other things, kind of like that. But my thing is this. Hey, bud, you look like a drunk Santa Claus. We are still waiting for the two books, and I guarantee it, he will be dead before we see those two books. How old is he? I don't know, but, like, the day that my one friend went to a Comic-Con... And saw him. Mm. The best way to describe him is he looked like a fat, drunken Santa Claus. Huh. And that was him being very generous. Hmm. Apparently, he is seventy-three years old. Damn. And he does not. His health is crap. So it's going to be a Robert Jordan situation where he passes away before the stuff's done. Well, the show's done, and the show ended, and everyone was. So now everyone wants to know what the because. There was talks about them saying, hey, he wanted the show to last three more seasons. Mm. But the creators were like, we don't have your books, so what are we supposed to do? So what are the chances of... Where did the show end in relation to the books? Um, The show finished... It 
The, or, he, did, or is the show past where he went with the past, books? Past, past. So when he, he writes, the so if he writes this next book, what are the fans going to think if it doesn't follow how the show went? Everyone wants that to happen. Oh, so they just want to see what because he thinks. Because the last, like, Honest got True. Right, they came, want him to work around it. Yeah, sure. Nerdwise is one of my favorite book series, The Expanse, ended. It did not go all the way through the book series. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. They said, we're going to this part right here, and we're ending it. So that the books continue the story. Right. There's still more of the story of the books, but they're done with the show. Yeah. We got six seasons. I'm not going to complain about it. How it ended with the six episodes, what it pulled, did way better expectation of what Game of Thrones did. Because mm. after the third episode of Game of Thrones, the show took a huge pile of crap, and then everyone lost interest in the show. You mean the third episode, or third episode of season, was it eight? How many seasons? I don't even remember how many seasons right now. Needless to say, that was a show that where everyone was watching it every Sunday with their Oh, I know. I lived with people that were obsessed with that for a while. Oh, I know. What I'm just saying, though, is like, that didn't, that reminded me of when I was a little kid watching Cheers with everyone with all those special episodes Mm -hmm. of like, who answered the phone? We won't know. Or the Friends episode, you know, like when, um... What's her face? What goes to England and ruins the wedding for Chandler and all? Friends I can think of. I'm just thinking, really, dude? A Cheers reference in 2021? I used to watch Cheers. I remember everyone, like, chilling at a bar watching the last episode at Seinfeld when I was a kid younger. I watched Seinfeld, but I wasn't really I remember super the, I remember the right, fi- I remember the final episode of Seinfeld. I really do. I just kind of watched it because it was on. Yeah. It's like, whatever. <laughs> But, like, The Expanse, what The Expanse did and what Game of Thrones did is vastly different. Uh. And there's only one complaint I had. Since they're not continuing the show, per se, Amazon yeah. Prime isn't. Doesn't mean that someone else can't take the rails and get the show. Mm. But mm-hmm. they kind of opened the door of, like, unanswered questions in the show. And it not as bad as Game of Thrones did, uh. in my opinion. But there is some parts where, like, uh, these weird aliens can bring back people or animals from the dead with the proto molecule, and you're not gonna answer this question? Okay. Spoiler alert. I'm sorry, but spoiler alert. Hmm. But the yeah. show was fantastic. I could see um, Game of Thrones going down the same path. Of- well, there's a new series, and everyone saw the new. The trailer just came out a while back ago, and ever I was honestly got truth. I was like, meh, meh. And then J.R. Martin's doing all these other projects. Because isn't the new Game of Thrones supposed to be like a prologue or something? It's about the Targaryens first coming to Westeros. Yeah. I could... Fire um, and Blood, I think it's called. The only example I can think of for Game of Thrones is like what they did with Full Metal. Whereas Full Metal caught up to the manga and -hmm. they're like, you know what? We're going to do our own thing. Which that that was a smart move because it made you want to watch and read the manga to get different endings. That doesn't bother me. The problem is that Game of Thrones missed out on content and one of the reasons is he was working on elder ring did they ever make an action game of thrones video game no, no they made a Tokyo. there was that right, there was that there was this terrible like kind of like knights of the old republic style if you remember i talked about on the podcast hmm. when i didn't even really remember what game of thrones is i read the book i just didn't remember that much because i read a book so long ago yeah and i was so confused and it wasn't answering proper questions and it just didn't do a good enough job it was like treated like the the lord of the rings rpg game that came out for the xbox ps2 right. a long time ago yeah. it was like that but 
worse. I'm just imagining like a Game of Thrones game set kind of like the Two Towers game was on PS2. If they, if honest to God truth, if they would have done something like that, it could work. Yeah. Fighting White Walkers, being a knight's, you know, like one of the knights in black, you know, the sure. night guard and stuff like that. The Night's Watch, whatever it's called. Oh, you don't think they'd make you play as Jon Snow? I think they would make you, you could play as Jon Snow or you could honestly play one of the very first men who were the ones that were the first Night Watch. Hmm. You know? Yeah. That, or have you like one of the, uh, just some random person and Jon Snow and all these other people yeah. be like major key characters. So sure. it's more of an adventure for you yep. and you're not following their In adventure. my honest to God yeah. opinion, so I feel honestly feel sure. like the Game of Thrones series as a video game franchise was the biggest ball dropped. In my honest opinion, because again, that show was an epi- a show where everyone was coming over and hanging out watching. And as a gamer, if they would have made a fun hack and slash or a very good game, it would have like taken the world by storm, in my opinion. Look what happened with the Witcher series. You know, oh, yeah. it was a great book. Then came a game. And now it's a show. And then after the show, people start playing the game again. Oh yeah, my wife, who saw me play the game, was like, "Nah, I don't think I'd play that." watched Witcher and now she's like I want to play the game now I want to see how much it's like it and she's loving the game she's playing Gwen all that stuff and I'm like okay I'm too intimidated by it I have Witcher on PlayStation 4 and on PC every time I try to think about playing it I'm just like the last time I played I got my butt really kicked I don't know how to play this now nah. right <laughs> and, and, and another like killer for it for some people is you have to save a lot the saving mm-hmm. aspect doesn't bother me. It's just I remember the combat being brutally difficult. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, I just hadn't the, the gone back thing, to it. The only reason why saving killed it for me is, like, I made an hour's worth of progress just roaming around the world doing sure. stuff. And I died, and I got sent all the way back. And I'm like, nope, I'm not doing it. And then I went back to it, and I learned, okay, after I do something big, save. Right. And that fixed it for me. Sure. But me not knowing how Witcher worked, I'm like, well, this killed it for me. Yeah. Makes uh, sense. Both Plus the Witch- it's like fly- Wait, with the hours. Witcher series as popular as it is on Netflix, do you think they would make a Witcher 4? Because uh, I, I feel it, like it's such... Un- there is so much potential right now for like game sales-wise that on projects... Was it Project Red? CD Project Red, you also got to think. They're the same ones that did Cyberpunk. Yes, so- but I predominantly don't blame them as a company i blame the stockholders and the people in charge for pushing a game when they even said it wasn't ready then not to mention the fact i always say they fixed cyberpunk it's better they did i'm one of the people that liked that game i have three copies of it i couldn't play it because i had a game breaking bug where i could not play it on the original xbox one there was something that was going on and it would not process and a character would literally face through the wall then I couldn't kill him, so therefore I couldn't open this area. So my progress stopped there, and I couldn't play. And I was like, okay, I played an hour and a half into it, and I can't do any more. Yeah, I think the same this thing happened time, to me. This time, I bought it again. I have the physical copy in the disc, and I am playing on the Xbox Series X. And there is a huge difference. Yeah, I definitely have to try it again, because I was trying to play it um, on PS5 when it had first come out. And every like hour or so... It would just crash. Oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. That happened to me. Yeah. When I when I first bought it for uh, PlayStation Four, I put it on PS Five and it crashed 
like I think it actually crashed like two minutes in. It did. Or something. It did. And then I complained about it on the podcast. But I, now I've got a file where I'm like 50 hours into it and I haven't really had any issues. Yeah. No, like, Whereas, a lot of things are fixed. Is there shot. some yeah. things that are still like kind of like messed up and broken in it? Yes, but all the game breaking bugs, I haven't had any of that problems anymore, yeah. in my opinion. But it, it, I, I didn't mean in a way that CD Projekt Red is bad or anything. I just meant after Cyberpunk, that's going to leave a stain on the It is going bit. to leave a stain in the yeah. market. It, it, that's 100% right. There's a lot of games that came out a long time ago. Like, I'm sorry, if they make another Mass Effect game, I'm going to be very cautious because Mass Effect Andromeda was bad. Yeah. Story-wise, graphic-wise. Yeah, you're the only reason I haven't actually bought that game yet. I've seen that game on sale for five bucks, and I've been like, eh, no, Adam says it's bad. I'm not going to play it. The thing, <laughs> about, the it. thing about Bioware Andromeda was the biggest problem is if you looked at all the aliens, they looked fine. They looked really good. They were detailed, but they took a shortcut of like scanning people's faces and then not doing detail. So a lot of people's facial expressions were like, you know, like the duh, like I'm like, you know, like, people that should be you know riding the short bus kind of like eyes of like looking right. into you like i'm going to eat your face kind of thing but didn't you say they fixed all that stuff now they, they did fix they that kind of did you can still kind of notice it here and there oh. but it's not but, super... but my main character no longer <laughs> runs like she pooped your pants <laughs> yeah she ran like my character when i first opened up and wake, woke, woke, uh, woke up from the cryo tubes i was running around the, the the their version of the citadel which is a space station area and I ran around like I was pooping my pants. Hmm. It was that bad. Isn't it like the Ark or something they yeah, call it? Yeah, they call it the Ark. Yeah, it's a, thank you. And then there was a part where like... Wasn't I, that the situation with Defiance? Weren't they in an Ark too? No, no, Arks were crashing. Oh, And they were taken. Because okay. a bunch of the aliens' homeworld star blew up. And so all those alien ships got into Arks. Yeah. And they had to That's Earth because it, it was the closest habitable planet. Because there was an event in that game called Arkfall, if I remember yes, right. Yes, where yeah. like ever so often like the, yeah. a bunch of the, the spaceship's material would get caught by the gravity and get pulled down. Yeah. I remember sinking so many hours into that game. And I, then the we new all, one I, where it was like 2040 or whatever. Oh, yeah. Where it was I, like a remaster. I did it, not play that one that much. It was. It's not the same. It's no. not the same because I. I will give one thing that they tried something really neat was like every week an episode came out, there was a story added to the game. Yeah. Oh hey, the Hellbugs. Okay, well you're gonna meet I, that character. Who I hated li- those things. I know, but like like every episode though there was a cool event from yeah, the game, and I thought right. that was really unique. I don't think anyone else has ever done that before with a TV show. Mm, no. no. I can't I think, think of. I, think I so. cannot think yeah, of a no. single. I, one. I was gonna say Quantum Break, but that was a TV show built into the game itself. Yeah, yeah it wasn't an actual, actually a TV show. Right. It was just all part of the game. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, overall, like I played so many hours and got so much stuff out of that game. No, I, I put fifty-five hours into that game, and then I was like, I'm good. I was. It const- was fun. I was constantly playing because I was obsessed with the sci-fi show. Nah. How how was Quantum Break? I'm, uh, I actually finished. I I replayed through the whole game. What was it June? Mm-hmm. June this year, and I really liked it. It was good. Okay. In my I've been, opinion, I've been on the verge of playing it, and I'm like, eh, is it good? He, here's it my bad? thing: that everyone got kind of turned off by it because the cutscenes are a show. They're a sh- the longest cutscene. The longest actual TV spot in that game is 16 minutes. Yes, but it's people, not that bad. But people got worried and were like, "I don't want to watch a TV episode." And I will. I just looked and I was like, "Shut up!" I thought it was good. Shut up! 
I literally got to watch my one friend complain about that. It was like, I don't want to watch a TV, like live action TV theme in my video game. And I looked and I was like, I watched you play Metal Gear Solid 4. Shut up. I got to watch a monkey in a diaper drink a pop for 35 minutes. Shut up. (laughs) What? Shut up. I don't remember that. It's the part where you meet that mercenary guy and he has a monkey. Huh. He's wearing a diaper and he was drinking a Coca-Cola can. Huh. I'm positive that yeah, that I was that. that. I don't remember. Well, I didn't play that much Metal okay, Gear. Okay, but I'm just saying, like, like, there's like, there's so much long cut scenes in that game, and he's infatuated with it. And I'm like, really? But this live action thing is somehow a problem for you? Shut mm. up. Right. Sh- or, or like in I Metal Gear Solid a- Five, you have a lady that can face in and out, and she breathes like a plant, so she doesn't have to wear clothes. And TV show cut scenes turn you off? Yeah. Well, no, like, what was the one part where, like, I think it was at Metal Gear Solid um, 1, Twin Snakes, the remastered one, it talked about 35-minute cutscene. 35-minute cutscene about nuclear waste is bad. And I know for a bona fide fact there was a massive long cutscene in Metal Gear Solid 2, but everyone I talk to who plays those Metal Gear Solid games thinks the cutscenes are amazing. He should, he should make a TV show. But everyone threw a hissy fit with Quantum Break and the live-action TV epi- TV style epi- um, cutscenes. Hmm. <coughs> it was crap. In I didn't my have opinion. an issue with that. I thought I, it was fine. I. But yeah, I mean, it's, this is all we got. I think anyone else? Anything no. else? No. No. But nope. like I said, I, all I'm playing is Final Fantasy VII remake. That's the only game I've really been messing with. Which I love, by the way. But I you like it. really. And good. you uninstalled 14, though, right? Oh yeah, I'm done with that. The Q times are outrageous. No, okay. they're not. They, well, they fixed the Q they, times. Oh. They work fine now. That's not why I uninstalled it. I uninstalled oh. it because I just don't have time to play an MMO. Oh, because the last time I went, for, I watched two of my friends try to play, they sat there for 45 minutes on the Q oh, time, and then they nah. were just like, I could just play another game instead of waiting on yeah. the Q time for this one. I'm just going to do that. No, Did you I, ever I just, play 15? I played... 10 hours of 15 and then i just never picked it up again but i did buy i think it's called the The royal Royal edition Edition. i bought that for ps4 i think i got that like three weeks ago i went on a massive uh buying spree i spent over a thousand dollars on playstation 4 games like physical versions because what started it was i wanted marvel's ultimate alliance on digital for ps3 mm-hmm. and i couldn't find it and they said oh we took this off the playstation store it's only available through xbox and xbox doesn't have it available because just because and i'm just licensing like, agreement where problems. the hell can i play this right oh, that was kind of like with on- scott pilgrim yeah it's like it's only available on the playstation 3 which i didn't have at the time and it's only available in physical form so i was like you know what this is going to happen in the future to other games that I already own, and I'm not going to be able to download them, so I'm going to go through a list and buy everything on this list until I have every single game through my backlog that I could possibly want, and that's what I did. That's, that's honestly got truth. So like, I had where, a like, metric fucked up people were making fun, games. People were making fun of me because for certain like single-player games, I'm buying physical copy, and Andrew used to give me crap, and I hate to say it, you... What are, I did too. I was a oh yeah, huge oh yeah, like, like five digital. years ago, five years ago when I got my um, like it was like five or seven years ago when I got my Xbox One, mm-hmm. I was always buying physical copies. And Josh is just looking at me, going, "Why are you doing that? Just buy it digitally." Yeah, it's faster. It's faster and easier. More and you convenient. Add a, you faster, don't have to get up. You don't, no space. You don't have to. You know, you don't have to use. Yeah. You know, the, and then yeah. all of a sudden, like you know, like like Scott Pilgrim. Marvel Ultimate Alliance and there's a few other games where you can't get your hands on it anymore unless yep. it's a physical copy and yep. it's outrageous 
for some stupid reason, Ghost used to be a terrible game that no one wanted to play for Call of Duty, okay? Mm-hmm. And now, it's like a over $80 game because people like to play it now again yep. all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what the heck is going on here? Well, it's like I was telling you guys last time, I, I paid, I think it was $100 for Spider-Man Web of Shadows. Really? Physi- physical, brand new, on PS3, 100 bucks. When I remember going in 2009 and buying it for 60 it's just like, really? That is crazy. It's, well, I guess you could also consider, uh, compare it to Pokemon, Brilliant Diamond, or Pearl and Diamond. Like, mm. the Game Boy versions of them, they sell for, like, still 60 bucks at GameStop right. and stuff like that. Yep. Yeah. And these are Game Boy games. Yep. Yeah, it's ridiculous. If Whereas I find- today, I actually just bought a series that I haven't played since 2006 called Dot Hack GU. Um, okay. Yep. There, it was a three-part series for three separate games, and I found it on eBay for what did I say, fifteen dollars with shipping. But here's the pro- here's the catch for all about- three. But here's the catch about the original Dot Hack series. It was play the first one, beat the game. Here's your level. And the second game comes right. out. I was a twat and bought, I think, the second or third game. So automatically, I'm level one in a level 30 area, and I couldn't progress through the game. Yep. And then I, me being me back then, was like, this is stupid. Yeah. And all of a sudden, me not really, because I couldn't find the first one. I could not find the first one. When when the second one came out, it was so popular and so, like, thought after that it was, like, almost $100 back then. And I'm just like... As me, who was working maybe two days a week and going to school full time, I'm like, I can't afford to like spend a hundred dollars on a game. Yep. Yeah, and me being a graphics snob like I was back in the day, I'm just like, I upgrade to a plasma television from a CRT, and it's just like this PS2 game now looks like trash. Yeah. I'm getting rid of my PS2 and all my games. Yeah. I wish I would have never done that because yeah. I had like some really nice games, like Legend of the Dragoon. You can't get that uh, unless you want to buy it on PS1. It just doesn't exist anywhere. Right. I just like I kind of regret doing the that. The only game that I know that's coming out this month that I bought is the Pokemon game. I will be talking about that. Archie Ar- Ar- Arceus. Yeah, and then I think um, Andrew's gonna get that too from yeah, you. Yeah, I, I bought it for him for Christmas. And I can't think of that when that one Pinocchio Dark Souls game comes out, but I'm a, I, I, I paid that know. off too. Yeah, that one. That, that kind of so looks good. like. Bloodborne too, yeah. Well, yeah, but instead of like telling the truth, like how you lie and two characters changes the story of the game. It says, yeah, that, that one's called the Lies of P, if I remember right. Yes, yeah. thank you. Uh, I just like the part where his right. arm opens up and he shoots a flamethrower out of it. It's messed My up. My game of the year, <laughs> right? I, I I'm just holding out hope, like a little like child but i really just want them to bring back jack and daxter i've missed that game so much there is a lot of talk about them ever with all the with ratchet and clank and all this other Man, stuff I happening play that still ratchet and clank. yeah yeah i have, have i have rift apart and i played it for about an hour but then i got distracted and went to something else i need to play but more. Needless- i need to get it as well because you see uh the rift generator gun if you get a certain upgrade, it'll bring stuff from other games. So it'll bring like stuff from like Sly Cooper, Horizon Zero Dawn, and really? there is a model for Jack and Daxter in it. Oh, mm-hmm. I didn't know that. And I'm like, please, just take that and re- remake the game. Sure. Because yeah. they were the Jack One, Two, and Three, all my favorite game series, will always be my favorite game series. Hmm. I don't know that I ever played those. I think I have that in the PlayStation collection, though. If like you the do PS get Plus a chance, uh, the first one is more of a run-around collect-a-thon. 
whereas the second one and the third one are more focused on story but i still recommend them to this day in my opinion sooner or later we're going to see that comeback again I honestly feel like Jack and I mean, Jack is what, what studio made that? Are they still around? Naughty Dog. Oh, of course. Yeah, well, it, it literally, it was Jack and Daxter ending off the PS2 mm-hmm. with yeah. Jack X Racing after Jack 3, and then it was Uncharted. I was going to say, they're, they're the Uncharted studio as far as yeah. I know. And it, Last it of Us. right before the PS3 came And out. Last of Us. But we don't talk about that game because no, everybody we, hates 2. We don't talk about 2. We yeah. love 1. Yeah. 1 it will be is treasured in my heart for its story and the difficulty of like the choices where you like killing someone was, did not feel like comfortable in that game there's genuine moments where I'm just like man I'm just fighting to survive you know mm-hmm. it's not like a Call of Duty game or Gears of War when you're running up to this weird like like um you know, reptilian mole creature, the locust, and just chainsawing the crap I'm on and being satisfied. You know, it's like I have a brick. I'm going to take this brick and I'm going to hit this guy repeatedly, and it's going to make a weird sound. Yeah. I don't know. In terms of upcoming stuff for me, what is the next game that comes out? The game like- Seafood doesn't come out. I think until I think it's like mid February for the digital, but it's, they they don't ha- they say spring twenty twenty two for the physical. It's actually early February. I think it's like February it might be fe- it might be February fourth. But I'm not getting the digital version. I'm waiting for the physical copy because again, I don't buy f- digital anymore unless uh, as long as unless I have it's a like console, cheap stuff. Every single player game um, will be physically bought. Anything that's a multiplayer and only multiplayer, I will buy it digitally because sooner or later that that's gonna close. That's down. just gonna die. Right. Um, also, and waiting on Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. I think that's late March, and yep. then yep, uh, I already paid that off too. I'm thinking about picking up Final Fantasy Origins: Stranger Stranger of Paradise, Stranger in Paradise, whatever the subtitle is. Yeah. That. Yeah. That one comes out, I think, in late March as well, or like mid March. So it's it's gonna be like a month before I get anything new. And I think there's a DLC coming out for Monster Hunter this um this year. Too. Rise, yeah, Rise. It's, for Rise. I, isn't Rise coming for the PC now, or is it out on the? Uh, it's it's yeah, out. It's, it's out it's on, PC, on PC. Or at least can I play with someone on the PC if I am on the Switch? Doubt it. I don't think so. No, I doubt okay. it. I don't because that would be like, that'd be like amazing if I could. I don't. Does Switch do any kind of cross platform with any other system? Fortnite. Uh, Fortnite, Apex, War- and I really? think Dead by Daylight. Well, no, I thought um, Warframe. Oh, was oh Warframe too? Yeah, yeah. Warframe and Paladins. Crossplay. And oh, Paladins. Paladins. Are, are you not getting? Uh, I just lost it. Not Dead by Daylight. Dying Light too. Um, I kind of took a pause on that one when I saw how many hours it would take. <laughs> yeah. To, to completely one hundred. Five hundred hours. Yeah. Are you smoking? Well, and they said they're going to add content constantly. They said they have a five-year plan for free content. I mean, as long yeah, as it's free content. That's what they did with Dying Light. Yeah. So I barely played the first one, so I can't I, justify I beat the first one. playing the I beat the first one. one. Oh, yeah. I beat it. Uh, it was one of my favorite games for parkouring. It, Honest God Truth was yeah, fun. I'm going to be getting Dying Light 2 and Elden Ring. Uh, Forsaken is also on my radar, too. The one where the girl gets like transported to it's like that isekai that's type. the one that they were tearing apart on one of these youtube videos where they were talking about how bad the graphics were they were talking about how they looked so last gen oh, somebody no. somebody ripped that oh, game a new the, one the, the square enix one yeah yeah i thought from what the new i footage, thought it looked fine from the new yeah. footage that i saw with her like surfing on the ice thing yeah 
I thought that was cool. Yeah, I thought it looked fine, but there was a video I was watching on YouTube where somebody literally tore that game to pieces because of the graphics. Well, you also got to remember Spider uh, Spider Man for the PS4 also had Puddle Gate, where oh yeah, it Puddle Gate, like the refe- reflection in the puddle, and yeah. then a tra- another gameplay trailer. Yep, didn't have that reflection. Yep. And I remember like, that. How dare yep. they downgrade the graphics? Yep, I remember that. I don't know. I thought that that Forsaken game looked fine. I oh, might yeah. actually look into that. But again, I'm what I've been telling listeners as since I did this massive collection, I've started to realize I can buy all these games for like $30 six months down the line. So I'm kind of making it a point to try and not buy $60 releases and just kind of wait. The thing is now it's like with the with the way that digital is working in my opinion, like games after six months anymore they're always, they, they've dropped down in price. Only The only games I have never seen dropped down in price is Nintendo. 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 Yeah, they always stay up. And well, Call of Duty itself, but physical copies, they always go on sale. But like on Steam and stuff like that, certain games will never become dirt cheap. Like Call of Duty games, those things have always been overpriced as crap online on Steam, and they barely go get cheap at all. Yeah. Yeah. So, what 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 can take us out? What kind of music do we have, Josh? I have no idea. I don't. Re- I don't remember. I have something oh, said. I just don't remember what it was. Then. I think it was. If I remember right, it was hip hop de chocobo. Not it, the, it, not it, the it, heavy it, metal it, one. It's it's a it's a rap in Final Fantasy VII remake with a chocobo that's like squawking. It's really oh, freaking yeah, weird. Yeah, it is. Okay, I love thirteen two with the heavy metal. Like you have to ride the chocobo. The heck is that? I'm serious. I will grab my phone after this is done, and I will show you it. I might. We might go out on that. Depends on how much. It's time like I a have heavy metal song. With because uh, I, I think I only have like 90 minutes worth of music, and this is probably pushing two hours. I guarantee it. So, but yeah. And remember, we're we're doing every two weeks, so this podcast will actually go up week after next. Yeah. So. But account again, we put one of our bonus episodes that we made out because the whole terror situation again is again. One of you know Andrew and everyone else had a lot of stuff going down. Yep. We have two. We had two people out with COVID. Um, little um, little Sophie wanted to come on the podcast and talk about Animal Crossing, but again, COVID. Andrew's has a family situation, which please send him good vibes. And then uh, you also had a terrible work schedule this week. Yeah, I messed up work schedule, and I've been like sick, kind of. I again, he's not taking his Fred Flintstone vitamins. I nope. mean, look at me. Hacking up a lung. Immune. I'm immune. I'm immortal. Josh, immortal. You eat all the orange. I'll tell you what. I'll take your car to work and you can bike to work every day. Then tell me you're immortal. I can walk to work every day. I in, always in, heard. In, in negative six degree weather, I, though. You're going to do during that? The, during the polar <laughs> vortex, I had to walk the Ugh. one day. My, um, I forgot what happened. Something, a pipe broke and all the water went into, like, underneath my car and it made a puddle and it froze the entire driveway where I parked and I couldn't move the they were underwater they were frozen my wheels were underwater frozen Jeez. and so the neighbor was freaking out because her pipe broke because it was so cold ah. so I had to walk in the polar vortex at three o'clock in the morning and oh my goodness I wore so much stuff and I still froze my butt off yep that 25 minute walk felt like I I wanted to cut a tauntaun and ha- open and just crawl in it and call it a day. That's, yep. that's how bad that it was. To me. What? He, yeah. 
He walked in the break room one time. He was like, you know what? It's too cold to go outside. I, if I go outside, I might have to cut you open and sit in you <laughs> like a tauntaun. Sit you in it's like a tauntaun. But I think that's, huh. that's the wisest words we can have for the podcast. Is if you get cold, find your friend, cut him up, and let's just sleep in him like a tauntaun. Consensually, okay. of course. Consensually. Consensually, okay? Consensually. Yes. Ask your friends before you cut them. We don't want any lawsuits. Don't go. tell don't tell anybody the manager told you to kill your friends. These people on this podcast, I can see now in the news, Josh, what shit. Josh said I could use you as a blanket. You know, some kid, with, like, this kid's got to have like the biggest glasses crossed that. But these people on this gosh darn podcast told me I could do it. They said I could use my friend like a tone tone. A tone tone. I don't even know what a tone tone is, but they said I could cut them open. <laughs> and my friend ate my pizza slice. I had to go get it. Half tempted to go out with that stupid. Remember the the Simpsons, the Cletus, the slack jawed yokel. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I was trying to go for. That's kind of what that reminds me of. But all right, that'll be taking us out. Uh, yeah, all right. But <laughs> you're Adams. Uh, yeah, I'm Josh, and I'm uh, Noah. Adios. Let me see if I can find that.